And welcome back to what a wild game that was. Post game show here. You're listening to WXVU V89.1 The Roar. I'm your host, Stephen Kane. This is WXVU's Villanova football post game show. And I mean, just what a finish. Villanova pulls off the win, evaded a really close scare from U Albany. They end up winning 31 to 29 off a last second field goal game winner from U Albany's 15 by none other than Matthew Mercurio. As Villanova pulls it off, they, you know, they, you know, at a certain point, you know, you're thinking you lose this game, the season's over. And, you know, or pretty close to over, you know, you have three losses, you know, but they do end up scratching away and getting a huge win. We did have some technical difficulties, so we'll break down kind of like the ending part of the game. So, you know, you, you know, listening earlier, starting off with, you know, the second half, you know, you had, you know, the second half, it was 21 to 7, but you, Albany, ended up having a really, really nice drive in that um you know in the first part of the second half Reese Poffin Barger with the uh sneak touchdown there was a Ty Trin PI that put him in the red zone they were just clicking on all cylinders 21-14 right and then a really um you know then you know then the Nova offense really just stalled from there you know a bad punt you know they you know had a bad bad drive led to a bad punt um you know, and then eventually, you know, Nova was ended up being pinned at the six after getting a nice three and out for U Albany on that next drive. They're pinned at the six. A huge sack by U Albany. It's twenty one fourteen at this point. They get a safety, twenty one to sixteen. And but, you know, Nova does end up getting a huge third down stop. And, you know, you're thinking at this point, towards the end of the third quarter, Nova's got this. Turns out that they didn't, right? You know, you had T D AO Duargier third down to midfield right you know he had a big run that got him to midfield two straight times it was third and one both times giving it to td stop short stop short again stop short twice as you know you albany just hung around they just continued to hang around you know they continued to hang around and then you know you had you albany another really nice drive filled with reese poffenbarger scrambles Rory alexander screen you know you had an ian rang in her first down and, you know, they're at the goal line. Great goal line stand by Nova. They decide to try to kick the field goal. They miss it. And you're thinking, okay, this has to be the end, especially after a Dejuan Pringle, or excuse me, a Rajon Pringle, 83-yard touchdown, 28-16. This has got to be over. This has got to be over. But turns out it would not be, right? As, you know, you had, um, you know, and even, you know, and even after that, right, you had a big P.I. on Kayshawn Solters. Seemed like you Albany would get momentum. But then Tyrell Mims, Really seemed to put it away. Big game ceiling pick. At this point, four minutes left. Team's up with two possessions. Obviously, you know, you Albany had all three of their timeouts. You're thinking this has got to be over. But a three and out for, for Nova. And it was very strange. You know, at a certain point, you had, um, you know, at a certain point, you had, um, you know, Connor Watkins. He got knocked out of the game for, like, for one play. You know, his helmet was off. So they had to put Ricky Ortega in to take the snap. He just took a loss. You know, and that could have been a huge play that could have potentially ended the game. They were running their timeouts. You know, U Albany sa- savers a timeout, and then this is where things, you know, ensued. You're thinking, okay, maybe they get a score, but you know, and that's what they ended up doing, right? They, you know, uh, you know, it was a huge sack from Danny Abraham, but then they just kept going. Brevin Easton had a huge game, right? We didn't even really give him the light of day. Another really underrated U Albany wide receiver. 
great scramble from Poff and Barger. Another, you know, great conversion by Easton. And then a nice floater touchdown to Thomas Greener. We said he'd be a problem. We said he'd be a problem. At this point, it's 28-23. They have no timeouts. Villanova's all three. They burn a timeout before the onside kick. And you Albany retain possession. John Opalco. How about John Opalco with a huge, 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 huge kick. Just, I mean, straight up just incredible. Um, incredible, incredible stuff, right? Um, you know, you know, freshman kicker, you know, you know, hit, you know, along at 36 yards, fourth in the CAA, really saved the game at the moment for you Albany, right? Then they then they click on all cylinders. Three straight first downs, right? You know, they're, you know, utilizing Poffenbarger's legs. Roy Alexander, Jackson Parker was another guy in the second half that just seemingly just came out of nowhere and really got it going, right? It wasn't just, you know, you know, Todd Sibley and, you know, Alexander was good in the first half. And then Thomas Greeny again, touchdown, 29-28. Two-point conversion, they go for it to try to make it on a field goal. There's a face mask call on Elijah Glover, um, which was trying to cover Greeny as as Poffenbarger really wanted Greeny in the end zone. But so then they're at the one yard line. They try to Poffenbarger tries to do his best Patrick Mahomes impression with the shovel pass to the tight end. Uh, tries to give it to Greeny. It ends up getting stopped short. So at this point, you're thinking, okay, Villanova at this point is one timeout with 53 seconds to win the game. Short kick by, you know, this was really confusing. You know, you had, you know, John Opalco, great onside kick. This kick was not good. This kick was terrible. It was, you know, it was a 20, you know, it was a kick to the 25. You know, at that point you're thinking, you know, I get it. You want to waste some clock, maybe not have, you know, the return man, Des Boykin for Villanova, you know, waste time. You're so, or sorry, or like not be able to waste time, right? And be able to knee it in the end zone. You know, get, you know, not only... Yeah, like like sure you waste a couple seconds but you know Villanova makes up for that by being at the 30 yard line very head scratching decision but Villanova benefited from it defensive holding gives him a first down and then a huge play we talked about it Des Boykin he makes always like one or two catches that mean a lot and there it was Des Boykin catch puts him in Albany territory at the 34 and then this was the call that really you know it ensured it at this point you're thinking okay it's it's a it's a chance we got a field goal Villanova you know has that one time out in their pocket you know they still haven't used it yet um you know because then at the next play Watkins threw it away and then second and 10 tries to throw it up to Jaron Hayek and it's a PI called in the end zone Isaac Duffy yet again we talked about him being seventh and passes defended in the CAA he struggled a little bit today. You know, he had some moments. He had that one third down breakup, but, you know, he had a penalty earlier. Now, the penalty that basically kind of gave Villanova the game at that point, you know, puts Nova at the 15. They give it to TD for, you know, a couple couple yards. So, so I guess I lied. It wasn't at the 15. It was at more like the 12. And, you know, tries to put it in the middle of the markers, gives Matt Mercurio a lane straight down Broad Street, kicks it, and Villanova takes the W. Oh, my goodness. It was it was completely crazy. You know, I was following it on, you know, Flow Sports, you know, especially with the, um, you know, was listening to the analyst, but, you know, obviously with the, um, you know, the outage, you know, just keeping up, you know, it was going crazy in the studio. You know, Villanova, they survive. They survive. You know, it was it was not a good performance, I think. You know, I think that, you know, we could have done a lot better, uh, you know, clearly. Should have been 28-16. And even then you're thinking should have been a lot better, right? I mean, how, you know, it's just head-scratching at a certain point. You know, like – just the defensive play calling wasn't very, I think, aggressive. They really weren't forcing you Albany, the Great Danes, to play on the, um, you know, the back foot. 
Like, you saw in that Danny Abraham sack, 28-16, UAlbany has the ball, three timeouts after that stop with the Ricky Ortega snafu. That's when Villanova, you know, they get on the front foot, they pressure, they pressure, and then they play this, like, soft zone. You know, they're not, you know, they're not really, you know, playing man-on-man. They're not really, you know, doing any of that, and they're just letting guys open. You know, I get it. You don't want to give up the big play, you know, and maybe for the first drive it's a little more understandable. Maybe you give it the benefit of the doubt, but that second drive, it was it was more of the same. It was deep zones. It was, you know, like, we don't want to give up the big play. It was just, it was very, like, tenuous. It was very just... Uh, or sorry, not tenuous. It was very. Um, it was just very like it, like it was playing scared. I think a little bit like the defense. You know these guys are good. These guys are good. You need to trust them in you know cover one man or whatever or a blitz. You know or just blitz right or cover zero. You know what I mean? Because you know then you get pressure on the QB right. I mean Poff and Barger with a with a nice pocket is just huge. And we even talked about it earlier. You, you, uh, you know, we even talked about it earlier. You know, this Villanova defensive front, just the defense in general, that was going to be the key. And it definitely was. But Villanova did escape with the win. Just just incredible just incredible stuff. Kind of just final stats from the game overall. <laughs> yeah, I mean just I mean just look at it for the first time. Reese Poffenbarger, thirty-four for forty three. This is why he's the best passer in the CAA. Three hundred and seventy seven yards, three touchdowns. Incredible. Um but Connor Watkins had himself a day too, eighteen for twenty six, two ninety two yards, three touchdowns. Poffenbarger with his legs, fourteen rushes, forty four yards and a teach and a touchdown, and then T D Ado or excuse me, T D A O Duarge, twenty attempts, hundred thirty six yards, a touchdown. Top receivers. You had Rajwan Pringle having himself a day, right? If this was fantasy football, he'd be putting up a lot of points. Four catches, hundred forty three yards, two touchdowns, two just really good touchdowns. The one that put him up twenty one nothing, and then the one that it seemingly ended it, but now looking back on it, you know it, you know it did not. Um, and then you had Roy, Roy Alexander. We talked about him really being that threat, right? Especially if this became more of a passing duel, and that's what it became, right? That's what it became. And you know, Todd Sibley was rendered a non-factor in this game, basically, which is something that I think really helped, um, you know, Villanova as a whole. So overall, I think looking at this, you know, you got the win. Thank God. Um, you know, there's, you know, it's, it's a very, um, you know, like you, like you take it, right. You know, there was, um, you know, coach Ferrante was talking about how the CAA, it's just, it's just a gritty conference. And you think, you know, you have to, I think feel for you Albany a little bit, two straight losses by what, three points. I mean, that's, I mean, that's crazy. You know, and they're very, very talented with Poff and Barger. It could be, you know, the you know, best QB, you know, in terms of certain metrics, but I mean, you know, just, you know, I think it's tough for them. But Villanova escapes with the victory, escapes by the skin, by the skin of their teeth. And kind of just looking, I think, at the schedule, you see, like, you see light. You see light. You see hope. Um, you know, even though it's been a tough year, they're 4-3. and three, They lost to Monmouth. They lost to Richmond. Shouldn't have lost those games. You know, maybe you give them the Richmond loss, but definitely not Monmouth, right? And this game... You know, almost feel. I mean, it's a win, but you almost feel like it's a loss, right? So moving on, you got Hampton. You know, you got Hampton at home next week, and Hampton, you know, is ranked lower than Villanova. So, like, basically to break it down, is these next two games should not be a challenge, and hopefully Villanova can the like like it'll be the same thing I think as Albany. Like, you know, they should win con- these games convincingly. Like they should, but like they probably will win these games, but they should win them convincingly. They need to make a statement. They need to get. You know, some some mojo back. Hampton will be at home October 29th, one o'clock. WXVU will cover it. 
Uh, you know, and then you have on the road at Towson, right, which is even more, you know, a team even worse than Hampton just by a spot, though. They're right below Villanova, but, you know, Villanova far and away, I think, on paper. And, you know, what we were talking about the preseason polls, they're a better team. They're a better team. But the final two games are really going to be what kind of determines the the playoffs, right? Because, you know, you got William & Mary, better than Villanova right now. You know, two and one in the conference um, as of this moment. You know, and also a team that has, you know, has seemingly overachieved what people thought I think they could do this year. And then you got a final home game against Delaware. Delaware second in the um, second in the CAA. So it'll definitely be, I think, interesting just to see what like transpires. I think for Villanova, I mean, you see, I think, like you see two wins, and then you know maybe you you you, you, you know you give one to William Mary or Delaware and you probably still get in but I mean for now it's looking like a win out situation and you know just with this performance with Albany it's just can you trust this team can you trust Villanova can you trust um you know can you trust them to pull out the win I mean like you got to give them credit you got to give them credit I think a lot of teams would have just kind of you know kicked their feet in the sand and given up after that right you know but um it, like like even after the short kick that John Opalco gave them, you know they you know they really um, you know they like they hung in there they hung in there you know they took advantage of you know like uh, they were more aggressive I think that's the main thing is just to be more aggressive you think of the you know the TD you know, like like you think of the running back TD getting stopped twice right third and one right like you could mix it up with you know a passing play call or something like that or you know being a bit more aggressive you know because you have Jaron Hayek you have Des Boykin you have Rajon Pringle you have this whole team you know heck you have Charlie Gilroy you have this whole unit you know of guys that are just you know like feed me the ball feed me the ball in the offensive game so it'll definitely be interesting I think just to see how this all kind of shakes out right final four you know final four games it'll be uh you know, it'll be it'll be very interesting. But WXVU will have you covered, especially for the game next week. That is going to do it for the coverage. Very you know, very long game, like very you know, emotional roller coaster. The Phillies also play in an hour, so I'm gonna you know I'm gonna you know it's gonna be it's gonna be an emotional roller coaster. So that is gonna do it for uh, this presentation of Villanova football and V89 won the roar again. I'm your host Stephen Kane. It was great. You know, just, you know, chatting with you guys, you know, like talking Villanova football. Again, this was WXVU's Villanova football postgame show, right? And that's pretty much it. And we'll see you guys next week for the Hampton game at home. Uh, Go Cats.